up, podcast? This is Matt Chalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava, and it is Wednesday. So it has been a pretty decent day, not a ton of sales. It's been a bit slower, uh, which is kind of a disappointment because I've been listing a little bit more recently, not a ton, but getting a few listings up, a few new ones per day, which is pretty good for me because I usually don't do a whole ton of new listings per day. I've been doing some relisting of items and basically taking them down and selling them as new or or basically making new listings from the old listings and then listing them like that but I think eBay kind of catches on to that after a while and so getting new listings up new items going to um, be going to my store and stuff I think that always brings in more sales and it's definitely worked very well for the past few days Uh, coming off the weekend just having a huge sales weekend and then kind of carrying that into Monday Tuesday is really what's been going on um and i am just kind of at a little bit of a lull today and i think that's because yesterday around noon i there was an item that came out and i bought it sold it pretty quick and i think that kind of jumped the algorithm in my favor got a couple items moving for me and i also had a few sales on mercari and it was just there was a lot a lot of things to pack up last night so that's always a good feeling but also Um, when it's 11 o'clock at night and you are still packing and you're trying to get to bed and stuff it's sometimes not the best feeling in the world but you know it is what it is it comes with the the job and it's a lot of fun i i love the entire process of it i can't i can't really tell you how much i'm just thankful to be able to do it because just thinking back it was yesterday i was just getting ready to um, go on a quick run and i was thinking a little bit about gary v always talking about how he wants to really transform people's lives and I think that I always kind of thought that was a little bit of BS I thought that he was kind of just being a front runner a little bit when I first started listening to him but thinking about how much my life has changed just because I watched one of his videos on going to garage sales and garage selling it's actually crazy and I mean significantly changed and because of maybe two or three videos he made on YouTube about him going to a garage sale and from there I was able to find other resellers on YouTube, people like Reezy, people like Pure Hustle Podcast, like all these different people that are really big time sellers and they know what they're doing. They've been doing it for a while. And just through finding him garage selling, I realized that there were other people, other people that were reselling. I didn't know that it was a thing. And in the past year, I think it's jumped a considerable amount. I've seen a lot more people get involved with it, which is good. I mean, that's really why I do this. I want more people to be reselling because I don't think that there's really that much competition right now. And I don't think there really ever will be. There's so many niches to get involved with, whether you do regular types of items from garage sales, maybe like old electronics, or you find things like stuffed animals or coffee mugs or whatever you do. Or maybe you go to a thrift store and you sell stuff on Poshmark. Um, or you go to the bins and you sell stuff on Poshmark. And so you buy a lot of clothing. Or maybe you go to the thrift store and you buy vintage furniture. I mean, that's another huge kind of thing to sell. I was just listening to somebody talking about that last night. And so there's just so many different avenues to take this. And then you can do sneakers, brand new sneakers from websites, brand new sneakers without the box from Ross and Burlington. You can do wholesale and you can do private label. And then you can go just a complete opposite or maybe just a completely different route and do uh, print on demand stuff. Like there's just so many opportunities out there. And I didn't know about any of them until... I found that one video that kind of got me onto reselling. And so um, I would encourage you guys to watch that. Uh, Gary Vee's a little bit more candid than I am, actually a lot more candid than I am, but 
uh, he's he's funny. I enjoy the the videos because they're super educational and they if you've never resold before, they're a pretty good a pretty good introduction. I mean, if you're super green, like you you found this podcast this is the first thing you've ever heard about reselling today. Like they would be very very good for um for learning as well as my Instagram page. I try and put as much on there as I can from when I started out or I guess maybe about a year into me starting out, but that was kind of it kind of feels like I was just starting out then uh, to where I am now. And so that's really what I'm doing. Um that's really why I have this podcast and it's just it always catches me off guard whenever I kind of go down that rabbit trail of how did I get to reselling in the first place and it was really just one YouTube video that kind of kind of really transformed my life almost just the way that things have have really progressed with with reselling and how it's turned into a secondary job for me so um it's really cool I, I really enjoy it and I can't really stress that enough but just looking at what we have today so I've talked a little bit this week about getting a offer and I'm actually going to accept that right now getting an offer from a buyer on this this sweatshirt that I got from the thrift store and the reason I'm accepting that right now is because I'm realizing that the buyer is if I make this if I accept this offer right now what's more than likely going to happen is that I will probably get the sales algorithm triggered which is always good and so I talked a little bit what the heck um well I don't think that meant to happen whatever um anyway I uh, sorry. I, I accepted the offer, and then it said that it sold at full price, which I know is not what I did, but whatever. Maybe it just glitched out. Anyway, I accepted that offer right now because accepting offers always triggers the sales algorithm. Whenever they see that you're selling things, uh, and then you're accepting things like that, always brings you a little bit more sales down the road. And I'm talking like the later that night and stuff. And since it's been a slower day today, and I haven't really gotten a lot of offers, and because it's such a great margin that I'm going to make on that sweatshirt, I accepted the offer. But for those of you who didn't hear a couple podcasts ago, I got an offer on an Adidas crew neck sweatshirt that I've just had sitting. I, I literally have had it sitting in inventory and I bought it at probably last year around like October, like it was almost a year ago. And I've just had it sitting there and bought it and put it up on eBay and like put it up on eBay maybe a couple weeks ago. And the first night I got an offer for 60 bucks and I turned it down. I was like, no, I'll try and get like, you know, 90 bucks for this thing and it's not worth that in my mind I don't know why anybody would pay that for it but the person just declined the offer and so I was kind of regretting that a little bit and I got an offer today for 65 bucks a little bit better uh, the person had zero feedback so that's a little bit that's that's something I want to talk about actually the zero feedback thing because I think there's a lot of people that worry about that um, but they had zero feedback which for me it's not really a big deal so let's just talk about that right now right so a lot of people when they first get on eBay and this is, this is for people that have been selling on eBay that understand eBay, uh, but don't understand the zero feedback thing. So basically eBay gives you feedback or, or you get feedback from other sellers or buyers whenever you buy or sell a product. And they're not required to give it, but a lot of, a lot of big time sellers automatically give it. And then occasionally, and I mean very, very occasionally, somebody will give you a feedback as a buyer. And so um, that means that you sold them a product, they, they liked it so much they either give you a positive feedback or they really had a bad experience, they give you a negative feedback or even a neutral feedback, which those kind of people are actually the worst because I don't know what would ever provoke you to give a neutral feedback, 
But that, that's actually like the worst kind of person because they can't figure out whether they had a good time or not with buying from you. They just, they, they're neutral. So those, those are annoying, but, um, let's break it down. So a positive feedback is very helpful because it makes people see that you're a reputable seller, right? When you're buying from somebody, at least when I'm buying from somebody, I do try and glance at the feedback to see what kind of a seller they are, uh, to see just how reputable they are whether or not they sell a lot on eBay, whether really they understand eBay. Because if they say that they're going to deliver a product to me in three days, I wanna make sure it gets to my house in three days. That's really why I get concerned about things like that. That's really it. I mean, if it's between buying on eBay and Amazon, and I see that the person sells on eBay a lot, and they are promising three-day shipping, I'll spend less money on eBay and get the day, the thing a day later than spend up on Amazon to get it in two days. Um, so that's kind of an, an indicator for more, uh, that's kind of an indicator for me Sorry, that's an indicator for me that um, the person knows what they're doing. And so that's what I try and do. So I, um, I I usually buy from people that have better feedback. But that's not to say if you don't sell on eBay or you're just getting started and you have zero feedback, you're not going to make any sales, right? I was in the same position last March, last March, because I hadn't started my own eBay store. I was using my parents' eBay store because uh, or eBay account, I guess, because they had a ton of feedback. And I was like, well, I can build up money this way and then I could start my own. And so then I did that. I really wouldn't recommend doing that. I would just I would just go and, and make an account. Um, but I did sell on their account and then I got put onto my own account and um, I did start to gain feedback every once in a while somebody would leave me one. And so if you're selling, you see somebody buys from you or makes you an offer with zero feedback, there really isn't any sort of concern. And that's really the big thing here. So a lot of people get concerned because they see somebody with zero feedback, either making an offer or purchasing an item. and for a lot of times like some sellers it used to be back in the day like people would be like we'll not sell to zero feedback or we'll require i don't know some sort of verification if you have zero feedback before i sell to you or whatever i don't know um but basically it was because people were getting scammed and that's not really a thing on ebay i mean you can get scammed i've talked about that before but what's more likely to happen is you just have somebody else who found your item on google because it showed up in the search results and then they just bought it because they went on ebay they made a fake or made like a guest account or whatever and they just buy the item. And it's like a one-off for them, it's a one-off for you, um, but that's why they have zero feedback. And a lot of people don't really realize that, they don't understand that, or the person's like been buying on eBay but just never been given feedback before as a buyer. Like that's also a possibility. They could have made, uh, I don't know, 10 transactions, 20 transactions, just none of the people that they bought from wanted to give them feedback because they didn't, they're like me, and they're busy, or they just didn't really care enough to give somebody feedback. I typically don't just because it never really crosses my mind. I have pretty decent amount of feedback on eBay too, where I just don't really need to give people feedback in hopes that they give me feedback. Um, but I'd done that before and it really works too. I, I would highly recommend it if you're trying to get feedback. Wait till the sale's over, the person doesn't return it and stuff and then give them a positive feedback, but they'll they'll give you a feedback in return sometimes. And that's always something that's nice. And so, um, but anyway, back to that. So people get freaked out because they're trying to sell to people and they see that the, the buyer has a zero feedback. So they go, um, this gets asked all the time, should I sell to this person? Should I accept this offer? And for the most part, I wouldn't even give it a second thought. It does, I guess maybe sometimes it gives me pause when it's a weird item or an item that's super high priced, right? Somebody somebody bought a pair of $500 shoes for me with zero feedback. Okay, that gave me pause. But at the end of the day, the person was a good buyer. They were just buying something for their son. They probably were Googling the item and they said, hey, these strange loves, it was the strange loves, which makes me sick that I sold them for so low because they're like 1500 bucks right now. But regardless, 
that person just wanted to buy the shoes and they bought the shoes and they gave them to their son for Valentine's Day and that was the end of the transaction. But um, for me, I kind of had a little bit of pause because the person had zero feedback, so it could be some scammer, quote like quote unquote scammer. But um, for me, I didn't really think of it like that because I've sold, I'd already sold to so many people that had zero feedback. And like I said, typically it's just somebody who is buying for eBay on the first time. And so, especially when you're getting offers on items or or maybe somebody just buys an item outright that has zero feedback and it's like a $12 coffee mug or like a $50 camera or something like don't sweat that kind of stuff unless the person sends you a message with it that says something like hey please contact me at whatever at gmail.com or it gives you a phone number to contact them with then feel free to contact eBay tell the person that they or tell them that the person is trying to uh, get you to work outside of eBay. eBay will cancel that transaction for you or they'll tell you to cancel it and you'll be all right with that. And Just don't deal with those kind of people because those kind of people will scam you. But the kind of people that just buy it from you because and they have zero feedback, that's not really a concern at all. Um, now, if it's like a $1,000 item, you know, maybe you, you have pause with that. I don't know, maybe you message the person and say, hey, I uh, just wanted to make sure everything was good with this, you know. Um, but if they pay, they pay. You know what I mean? They, they paid. They what are you going to do? If they already paid you, they paid you. And so just send the item out. I mean, even if they buy a thousand dollar item and they have zero feedback, if they pay immediately, they paid. And so that's something to really keep in mind. Whether the person has a billion feedback or zero, it really doesn't matter, which I don't even know if anybody does that that high. But uh, regardless, if they pay, they pay. And that's what matters in this business, right? And so I don't really get too concerned if I see somebody with either you know, one or two feedback or even zero feedback. If they send me some weird message, it's like, please contact me here. That's a pause. That's definitely not something I ever mess with because one, it goes against eBay's terms of service, which if they were to find out, they could suspend you and that's just not worth it to me. But even if it was worth it to me, those kind of people have always been scammers. Like the ones who are like, if you're talking with somebody and going like into messages and stuff where you're like, hey, you know, I just would really like to avoid fees and stuff. Like I could see how maybe that could be a real person. But if they just message you outright and say, hey, I'm willing to give you an offer, if you're selling the item for maybe like 100 bucks, they offer you 100 bucks, that's a scam. Or they offer you more, which I don't know how they do that, but it happens sometimes. That's also a scam. Um, you know, those sorts of things give me pause. But the people who just buy stuff and pay for it with zero feedback, that's not a big deal at all. And so I just accepted that. I'm not really sure what happened though, because I bought, I accepted the offer and then it said that it sold for full price at $100. I, I don't think that they offered me that because I saw that it was a $65 offer. I don't know. Maybe I just did the wrong thing that I just told you not to do. But um, I'll give it a better look whenever I get home. I was at a stoplight when I did that. So we'll see. Um, but, you know, it is something that accepting offers from people that have zero feedback, the only thing that gives me a little bit of pause is whether they actually know that they have to pay for the item or whether they think it just comes out of their bank account. And that could be the actual problem why a lot of people don't sell. They just don't check their eBay messages and then, you know, whatever happens, happens. But it could just be that they don't actually want to pay either. So I'm not really sure whether or not the person is going to pay. Um, see, I mean, that happens all the time with different purchases and stuff. People, they'll make you an offer, you accept it, and they don't pay. And that's just part of life. But when you get a decent enough offer, you have to take it if you feel comfortable with the profit. Um barring that you're not losing, you know, hundreds of dollars. Like I may have lost $20 on that item that I could have made later on. I just don't know how later on that would have been. And so $65 now to be able to reinvest come Q4 will be 
absolutely huge. And that's something that I would rather have in my bank account to use now in Q4 rather than get $80 in Q4 at the end of Q4 and roll into like the first quarter of 2021 and who knows what the heck is going to be happening then. And so you just have to kind of keep your keep your wits about you with this stuff and realize that you don't get so hung up on how much you want to make because at the end of the day, if you get a good offer, it's worth taking. Um, or if you get a good offer that's worth taking, take it because that'll get you that'll get you where you want to go faster. And I, I think that that's really the biggest thing here. And so uh, that's really all that's happened today. Nothing too wild. Um, nothing too out of the ordinary. There was one other thing. I logged into eBay today and had a small panic attack when I went to list some items and it said, cannot list your items, you don't meet the eBay selling requirements. And I panicked because I was like, what happened? Did somebody report me for something? Like, like I don't do anything on eBay that would get me suspended. So that's why I was a little concerned. I was like, did somebody report me for doing something that I didn't do? Or did somebody give me a bunch of negative feedbacks? Or did some scandalous thing happen on my account while I was in asleep last night that I didn't see and somebody hacked it? Like, I don't know. Um, all those things are probably improbable anyways. Uh, cause I, I just like my eBay account has two factor authentication. Like nobody's going to hack into my eBay account and somehow get my phone number and then hack into that and get my the code that they sent me so like you know what i mean like that's not gonna happen anyways and i would encourage you to do that if you have like an ebay account you're really like protective of uh, that would be a good way to make sure that it's sealed up pretty good and that nobody can hack it but either, either even if that happened like i was like okay well what what do i do now so i looked and i googled the problem which is like my go-to and it said that somebody had the problem whenever they had not attached the correct payment method and if you follow me on instagram yesterday i posted that eBay charged my PayPal account randomly and I was like freaking out because I was like why did they just take almost a thousand dollars out of my account and I realized that it was all for shipping fees and stuff and that hadn't been transferred over with managed payments to my bank account they were still charging PayPal for all those uh, fees at the end of the month that they do for shipping they take the fees immediately out for items now with managed payments but they take the individual shipping costs for FedEx items out at the end of the month don't know why they do that I think that's the way FedEx bills them so they probably bill them at the end of the month and then eBay bills us at the end of the month. But, you know, whatever, that's how it works. And so they billed me for all that yesterday and I was like freaking out because I didn't know what happened. And I put put it on Instagram and said, hey, you know, these they didn't transfer this over to charging my bank account or taking this out from items. Just be aware of this. And a lot of people were having the same issue, which made me feel pretty good that, that those people actually knew kind of what was going on now too. But when I transferred it to my bank account, I guess something happened with eBay that they either weren't communicating with the bank properly or whatever. So it didn't even transfer like anything um, for my payment method for how I was going to pay up the fees. And so there was, it was now delinked from PayPal completely, but it also wasn't linked to my bank account to take money out of. They could only put money in, which is fine. <laughs> um, but it said that I had a problem because they had no way of charging me fees and they weren't going to just let me list and sell items without being able to charge me fees whenever I need to pay shipping. And so I went and looked it up and sure enough, when it said that, that error that was like, your eBay account does not meet the selling requirements, I hadn't done anything wrong. It just didn't have a payment method set up for any like fees or anything I would incur. Um, you know, think about it. If, if you were to get a return and eBay's already put all the money in your account from that item, you could easily take all the money out of your bank account, put it in another account and eBay only has access to the one account and they're not using PayPal anymore, so they can't really charge anything, right? They would they would charge an empty account, and you could deactivate everything, and they'd be out money. So the way that they have you, they combat that is they put another payment method in there that you have to be able to pay them with 
for them to let you list. And that makes sense. And so I just put my, my one credit card in there. I mean, that was the easiest thing to do. I'll gain a little bit of a little bit of uh, cash back with that, which I haven't always been a huge proponent of, but I think if you do it correctly, meaning that you are paying off the balance like pretty pretty much immediately. You're not taking out credit because you don't have the money. You're using the credit card to get the money and then immediately paying that off. I think there's money to be made there. And so that's something that I've been doing a little bit. And quite frankly, I just want to list the items quickly so I can change that at any time. I'm probably going to let it chill for a little bit because doing weird things like that on eBay can get them to flag your account and make them think that you're some person that's trying to scam uh, you. Like they may think that you're a fraudulent person that hacked the account and they may like shut it down or they may pause it or suspend it. Like you never know. I've had that happen with another account where I was doing a lot of things like changing the uh, the profile name, like what my username was, and I changed a bunch of the billing information because I was using it as a second account to sell on eBay, um, which may, it was like for, for something, it was a, for a separate business. So it wasn't like I was using two to sell on my one business. It was for something else. And they had flagged it as like some weird thing where I had done a bunch of purchases on it recently because it was for something else and then I was trying to change some information on it because I was trying to change like what the name looked like and stuff to be more of a legitimate sounding business um, because it was just the random username they gave me and so they flagged that because it seemed weird or fraudulent to them and they like closed the account for a little bit and then took all my feedback away and stuff and it was it was a mess so what I'm saying is don't do that (laughs) like just be smart whenever you're doing things and changing things on ebay you don't want them to think that you are doing something like fraudulent and then either close your account even temporarily because that could really screw things up with the algorithm for your account or or more so that could just cause you to lose money for a while so um that's just something to be aware of but you know i've kind of rabbit trailed down what ebay could do to your account they probably won't do that so don't worry about it too much but um either way that's just kind of what happened to me and if you get that message because you saw the Instagram post and you changed your payment method, uh, just go back, double check, maybe re-enter your bank account information or enter a credit card until you can get things sorted out with eBay and you should be good to go and, and list. And so that's really what I had going on. Um, not too much else today. Tomorrow I have a podcast that I'm going on. It is a family member of mine, which I didn't know that he had a podcast, but my uncle has a podcast and uh, I guess he started it in like March around the same time I did and he had found out that I had one and I think it's called learning from smart people so basically doing like interviews of people that are I guess he deems as smart I don't know I, I I'm I guess I'm honored to be deemed as smart but um, he has like people on there that do different businesses and stuff like that and so he said people on there that like somebody I just listened to on it had like a whole coffee roasting business where like they roast for like they roast the coffee beans for like some of these huge coffee uh like coffee houses and stuff like across the country which was cool i didn't even know that was a thing but um that's really what the point of it is and he's having me on to talk about like reselling and uh ebay and stuff so if you want to tune into that that'll be i think i'm going on there tomorrow night well i know i'm going on there tomorrow night i don't know when he's releasing it um just pay attention to that and it should be coming out friday if you want to hear that so um that's what i'm going to be doing tomorrow i'm looking forward to that probably not a ton of reselling in the evening but i'll be trying to get some stuff done early and then some stuff done late but um just trying to get ready for q4 that's really what my focus is right now so that being said i'm going to go you guys have a good one and i will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast peace